Hey there, Pearlside Church. Thank you so much for joining us for another Pearlside Small Group Leaders podcast where we help you prepare to lead your small group. And I'm here today with Pastor Tim Ma, our downtown site pastor. Hello, everyone. Welcome. And uh, we're going to dive into this week's discussion guide. And the title of our weekend services was Your Purpose Driven Life. And we've been talking about in our series um, fundamentals about you know knowing God, following God, discovering your purpose, and making a difference. And and um, I think this discussion is really important because you know God has called all of us to make a difference in this world, and He's given us a purpose in life to do that very thing. And you know as we talked about this weekend, He's given us gifts and abilities, mm-hmm. passions. Um, he's given us even life experiences, even the trials that we went through are all to shape us so that we can fulfill God's purpose for our lives. And I think a key point in all of this is that our ultimate purpose isn't to be successful just for ourselves and to make money and, you know, um, go on vacations and just be successful in the world's eyes. Our purpose is to make disciples. And I think that is so key Mm -hmm. that when Jesus, uh, before he commissioned the church, he said, I've called you to go and make disciples of all nations. And therefore, every one of our gifts and our abilities, our jobs, our opportunities, all of that is to position us and platform us so that we can make disciples. Yes. And I think really when we come to grips with that and we really accept that, that I, I, I have the gifts that I have and I have the job that I have and I'm with the people that I'm with and the influence that I have to make disciples and we start living that purpose out, everything else begins to make sense. Because I think we all know that in our society, just being rich and having it all at the end of the day, it doesn't satisfy. Right. It may feel good for a little while, but in the ultimate sense, it doesn't satisfy because that's not what we're made for. And so when we realize that our purpose ultimately is about making disciples, then life takes on a whole new meaning. And yes. I think God really then breathes on our gifts and blesses our opportunities in a way that is so different than just the world. And so, leaders, I really want us to emphasize that, that as we're talking about our individual purpose, that it doesn't just stay in some selfish, me-focused you know, focused mentality. But really, it's about how can we make a difference in the lives of others, and our purpose is ultimately to make disciples. And so all of our gifts are pointing towards that one end. So if we can steer that way, uh, I think that'll be, uh, make for a really great discussion. So Pastor Tim, you know, at the very bottom here in our discussion questions, what stands out to you from the main thought and passages as it relates to discovering God's purpose for your life? What would you share at this moment? Yeah, thank you for opening up with that thought, Pastor Billy. I think it's important that in this discussion that, as Pastor Billy said, we are all called to make disciples. And if we're all called to make disciples, that means no matter what we've gone through in our lives, God uses that towards our journey in making disciples, towards in towards helping us discover our gifts. And so one of the specific bullet points in our uh, notes and discussion guide says, God uses our life experiences, the good and the bad, to prepare us for the good work he prepared for us. And I think that's really important because sometimes in a, in a group context, there may be one or two individuals that may feel alienated, that this is not them, and that maybe other people are more gifted and other people are more have a, a greater knack to make disciples. But I think as a group leader, it's important that we call everyone to the center of the table and everyone's hearts into that, that idea that, no, God has made all of us to be able to have uh, the ability to make disciples. And that comes from even the bad things that have happened in our lives because that's our testimony. The bad things that we've journeyed through, other people can relate to. We're in a very, very broken time and broken world right now. And so even our hurts and our pains 
are actually gifts that God, in God's hands, he uses for his glory if we're willing to recognize it. Now, that's really good, Tim, because a lot of times we look at the circumstances of our lives, and if it's not ideal, right, we went through trials, we went through suffering, or maybe we're going through stuff right now, and we can say, man, that must mean I don't have a purpose, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's all these right, blessed right. people who have everything. Um, they're the ones that have the purpose, not me, because look at what I'm going through. But in reality, if we can see that God is shaping us even through the hard stuff, mm-hmm. um, then, then it's, that is God's pointing us towards the purpose that he has for us. I remember when I first came to church and I'd hear this purpose talk, like I, I thought, man, that's, that's for somebody else. That's not for me. Right. Like I, I, I'm too broken. I've gone through too much stuff. Parents divorced. You know, dad was a drug dealer. You know, the whole story. And um, there's no way God has a purpose for my life. And, and, and furthermore, I didn't think I had any gifts and abilities. But once I began to realize, no, everything, God uses everything to point us to our purpose, I began to personally realize, wow, even my pain and my brokenness, God wants to use that. Yes. And I remember when I first shared my testimony with people and it helped people come to know Jesus and I realized, wow, my brokenness is actually powerful. It's a powerful tool in the hands of God that I began to embrace that a whole lot more. So Tim, you make a really great point there. Thank you. Uh, yeah, even in the second bullet point, as we discuss in our groups, what gifts or abilities or life experiences has God given you to serve others? I, I want to encourage you, group leaders, to have everyone share something, because I think, again, not to be redundant, but sometimes people in our groups try to minimize or don't recognize what they've gone through, and so they don't see any obvious, tangible gifts, like the, the, the real, like, oh, I can lead worship, or I can preach, but even in the little things, God can use all those things, and, and as we said earlier, even in our hurts. And so two things, small group leaders, I want to encourage you is to make sure that you as a leader help mine that out in the conversations in making sure everyone at least recognizes something in their life. And then the second thing is, as Pastor Billy just said, when he first came in the church, he didn't think he had gifts, but then it was later developed as he plugged into the spiritual family and served God. And that's an encouragement for us to take as leaders to let other people know, maybe in our group, that may feel insignificant in what they're saying, that that's okay. It's a process. And God can multiply and do more in their lives as they continue to trust God. That's so true. You know, I I needed other people to call those gifts and abilities out in me and to give me opportunities to grow in them. So, you know, the second question, what gifts and abilities or life experiences has God given you to serve others? What have others said you are good at or makes you unique? How can you use those to point people to Jesus? This question is important because, like I said, for me, I couldn't see that myself. Mm-hmm. I needed other people to say, hey, why don't you try this? I think you'd be good at that. And I remember, you know, I was put in charge of our kids' church, Tim, um, when I was like <laughs> 17 years old. It wasn't a very big kids' church, but there, I, somebody trusted me with a bunch of children, and uh, I don't think that was wise. But, <laughs> but I remember what, what the guy who was our youth pastor said. He said, I think you'd do great at this. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, I don't think you're right, but I'll try anyway. And But I actually did pretty good, I think. I enjoyed doing it, and, and God used that experience. But my point in sharing that is I needed someone else to call that out in me. And maybe we're in the group together, not maybe, but we're in this group together so that we can call out the gifts yes. in one another. Yes. It may be in its incipient seed form, um, but, you know, we start somewhere. I wasn't just, you know, on day one put, put into Kids Church, by the way. You know, I was a greeter first. I was an usher. They put me in charge of the overhead projector. Mm-hmm. You guys remember those things? And then eventually that turned into kids, but it grew, I yes. think, to your point, Tim. So let's, let's call that out in one another Great. and uh, uh, speak destiny into one another. Amen. Um, number three, in your current season of life, what do you think your purpose is? 
How has God positioned you to make a difference in the lives of others? Pastor Tim, what would you say here? Um, again, uh, just an encouragement to us as leaders. I think just recognizing that God uses everything, right? Uh, a moment ago, I was just saying how God uses even the painful experiences, the bad experiences in our life. Well, in a similar sense, I want us as leaders to help our people recognize that no matter what season of life they're in, God uses it. So whether they're retirees or they're still full-time students, those are prime stages of life just because they're not having a full-time career to, because as Pastor Billy said earlier, we are always called to make disciples. And so making disciples is not something we ever take a retirement from or is something that we have to wait to prepare for. But God can use anybody. And so whatever season I think uh, people are in right now, it's helping them connect the dots to see that we are called to make disciples. That's great. You know, for me in this current season, as we said, <clears throat> every season is about making disciples. Um, you know, I'm a pastor, Pastor Tim, you're a pastor, but I know that that's my job. Um, it's also a calling, but outside of my work as a pastor, I know I'm called to make disciples. And so, mm -hmm. you know, in this season, I've shared this before, but with Micah's basketball team, you know, God's given him these gifts and abilities to be a pretty good basketball player. And so I know that part of that the reason why we're doing that is so that we can reach out to these families yeah. and uh, his teammates and, and coaches and all that. And so, in fact, next week we're going to be going to Las Vegas for a basketball tournament. And I'm really praying that, you know, while, while I'm there, we're going to be able to build better relationships with these families. And I was even praying in my group the other night, God, give us an opportunity to hear their story, someone's story, maybe a story of brokenness and pain. I want to be able to pray for somebody in the middle of this basketball tournament. Like, that's my goal, you know. That's I'd love if, if someone asked me, how did you get into the ministry? Why are you a pastor? And I'd love to share my testimony, you know, and uh, just, just using this opportunity and Micah's gifts, really, and the opportunity God's given me to be there because of it to make disciples. And I even told my son this, you know, the reason why God's gifted you to be a basketball player is not so that you can win trophies. It's so that we can make disciples. And I think that's just so important that we remind all of ourselves that wherever we are, whatever opportunities we find ourselves in, it's to make disciples. So what season do you find yourself in? And I'd love it if people in our groups could share that. You know, my, yes. my son's playing baseball or my daughter's in dance or, or I'm, a, I'm a, you know, on this committee at work and I'm meeting these people. You know, all these types of things God will use if we have eyes to see it Amen. as opportunities to make disciples. So leaders, thank you so much for all that you're doing. And uh, we just want to say have a great small group and let's encourage our people to find their purpose in, through their gifts and their abilities and their opportunities as making disciples, to make disciples. And let's together encourage one another to use everything God's given us to make an impact and make a difference in Amen. the lives of others. So thank you, leaders. Have a great group. We love you. God bless you.